in the ongoing effort to avoid commercials on our show, we bring you a commercial from us. My subby and I have created a boutique adult toy store on my website. We have handpicked items that are low cost and show up on your doorstep with all of your other Amazon packages. Make sure though that you open them, not your kids. Go to kristenkellogg.com or find the link in the notes of this episode. We will get a percentage of the sales from the items exclusively on my storefront. You get some special items to enhance your FLR and we all win without a stupid ass commercial. You like my jugs? Uh, You're welcome. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. If you are not 18 years of age or older, there are thousands of other podcasts you can listen to and you can come back and visit us when you are 18. This podcast is meant solely for entertainment. We are not licensed doctors, lawyers, or therapists. We simply have a fascination with the lifestyle and I'd love to share it with you and get your thoughts and opinions. Are you ready? Hey everyone, join me on my journey from living a 100% vanilla life to tiptoeing into a whole new world I never knew existed. Exploring a life that puts a whole new spin on sex and its meaning to me. From chastity devices and cup holding to my experiences and the lifestyle, I have met some amazing people and had some crazy experiences and learned a lot about myself along the way. Welcome to Christine's FLR Podcast. Welcome back. Season two, episode 10. 10. 10. Guess who's here? 10 episodes into this bad boy. 10 episodes. One season down. Many more to go. Crazy. And what are what did you say we're at for downloads? Like you guys fucking rock. We are. Um, oh, I'm the subby, by the way. Yeah, he's here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. We are at a hundred and forty-two thousand downloads since we started this. You guys are fucking amazing. It's a crazy number. Today. Mm-hmm. Today. We are going to be talking about an email that I got. It was a topic that somebody suggested via email about the psychological aspects of chastity. And since mm. it's not my little dick locked in a cage. It's mine. He's here. So let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. But first, let me scoop a chair up. Housekeeping. Oh, we got some housekeeping today. We we do kind of, don't we? Mm-hmm. What are we starting with? Um, we are going to start with that my podcast will no longer have ads. No more. I'm all done with the affiliate things. I'm a little bit discouraged with all of that. And you guys don't want to listen to ads. No. You're here to listen to me talk about my tiny subbies weenie. Right. This podcast is more about... Um, having good conversations about an FLR 
a female-led relationship, marriage, whatever, about... FLM? FLM, female-led marriages. I like it. And just how it works with, um, you know, everyday things, you know. We don't live in porns. True story. We go to work and we shovel snow or... He mow the lawn or he mows the lawn. I don't know what y'all do in the South. Um, We're about to find out though. Yeah, we are pretty excited about that. So it's, it's more about how it works with day-to-day stuff because we have all have day-to-day stuff. We have kids, we have bills, we have all that stuff. So that's what this podcast is. That's what it's for. Right. And we all get to learn a lot of stuff along the way. Yeah. Because not all of us know everything. Right. I sure as fuck don't. I sure as fuck don't. So we get to learn and you all get to learn along with us. And that's what it's for. I now Go ahead. This podcast is not free to produce. No. However, I value your time. Right. I try to make these um, edible doses or listenable doses. Mm-hmm. However, we try to keep it short and sweet. However, when my subbies here, we tend to get a little long-winded. I also tend to get a little long-winded sometimes, but it's not free to produce this podcast. And there are other ways you can support me if you so feel inclined. However, mm-hmm. there's no amount of money anyone could give me that would equal the value of the appreciation and the emails and the things that I get from people saying, keep doing this. I love it. It's real. It's raw. And building the community. Yeah. You know, that's what this is for. So it's not, this podcast is not about money, Um, but it takes time to do. So we sometimes spend, oh, I don't know, 10 15, sometimes 20 hours with all of the production stuff that goes into it and all the marketing and all the things. Um, It takes time to do these things. So It's more his time than mine. I just use my voice, talk to you all, and then he takes it from there. Somebody should shut their sound off on their phone. I'm pretty sure. That was you. Mine's off. I turned mine off. It's off. I didn't get the notification. I think you did. Fuck off. It's my fucking podcast. I'm going to edit that right out. Seems silly. Um, you just proved you were right once. No. But it takes it takes time to do this. Um, it takes a little bit of hosting for, especially as the downloads increase. Now we have, it's a little bit more to host it. Um, we host the website, all the things, right? Um, and it's not, we're not talking hundreds of dollars a month or anything, whatever, but it's um, maybe a hundred dollars a month. Yeah, it's probably a right, over. right around there. So, um, like she was saying, if if you find it in your heart that you would like to help support some of this, Patreon is the best and really only way of doing it. That's that directly affects this podcast. Now, if a fantastic deal comes along from somebody that we know that you guys would like to hear from. Um, we will have conversations with them and try to figure out how we would work that into the podcast. So I don't see that happening anytime in the future. Right. So you guys will get to enjoy this podcast commercial free. Right. And I will go on record as saying, and this will stand that if Adam and Eve contacts us about any, any sort of, uh, advertising, they can fuck right off, fuck right off. So moving on <laughs> on that note, 
Not that we're bitter. No, we're not. not it, I mean, listen. Yeah. And not to mention that toys and things like that. I got another email too. I've had a lot of caffeine today. Bear with me. But no coffee. Um, <clears throat> toys are expensive. Mm-hmm. And totally lost my train of thought of where I was going with that. But uh, toys are expensive. And uh, I understand where having an affiliate program with like Lovence, for mm-hmm. example. I appreciate whoever has ordered from there right. more than you know. That right. is fantastic. They are amazing toys. Mm-hmm. However, they are on the pricey side. Yes. But you get what you pay for. I mean, they are a fantastic, durable, mm-hmm. long-lasting toy. Right. Um, yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I remember. Go. A toy review. I am working on doing an episode on different toys. However, I need to build up my collection a little bit and have the time to really give them a run for their money, so mm-hmm. to speak. So I hear you. I would love to do one. It is a work in progress. It may take some time. I'm hoping early spring, maybe once the campground opens. Maybe, yeah. Um, I will hopefully have a toy review. I mean, I can review our Lovence from now until next week. I fucking love the mm-hmm. toy we have from Lovence. It's my favorite by far. Right. But anything other than that, I have to work on building up a collection of things that I think would be interesting for you to hear me do a review on. So... I am working on that. Whoever, I can't remember who emailed that to me, but I am going to do that. It's a fantastic idea. It just will take some time. Mm-hmm. And we will keep um, we will keep the Lovins and Brutech, another fantastic company. We love them. We love their stuff. I do. We will keep their links in the bio if you're interested in those things, a little blurb about them. Um, that really doesn't hurt anything, you know, um, but we don't really need to take up podcast time with that stuff. No, I- and- let me just say this about Brutech um, or Planetary Design, whichever. Right. Um, I did order, uh, they had a sale, like a grab bag sale, and it was like $20. And I got the uh, French press and um, something else. I can't remember, but they're like misprinted cup, items or, yeah, misprinted items that didn't, uh, weren't able to be part of an order that somebody had placed for a mm-hmm. large order or whatever. That is a great way to go to just try it out and see if you like it. If you don't care what's on the cup itself, you just order the, it's like a grab bag. I don't know. It was 20 bucks and it's normally like 60. So, I mean, it's a, it's a decent savings and I fucking love it. Right. And I don't care what's on the outside of it. So Lovins and Brutech, we thank you for coming along board with us. Brutech, planetary design. It's the same. Yeah. Brutech is the cup name and or side of it but planetary design has a bunch of different things right Mm -hmm. we we um we strongly endorse those two but we're not going to take up podcast time with it anymore though the links will be available in the show notes of all the episodes and that's just where we'll leave it and if you hear whining in the background one of the dogs is not happy about being locked in the hallway right now right we're talking and he can't see us so that's a real problem yep we're putting together an like, you know, we don't have enough podcasts going on. It's just something we really enjoy doing. And we really like being able to get into a space where I think that um, we can really make a splash. So we are putting together, we're in the planning stages and 
pre-production and all that of a podcast that is um it it's going to sound exactly like somebody's weekly network radio show um i don't know if anybody remembers love line with valentine from years past along those lines so it's like relationship ish sex sex questions stuff like that um but it's going to sound exactly like a radio show and so there won't be like really any cussing or you know whatever be real hard for me i like my f-bombs yeah but we'll try to keep that out of it so that it can get a halfway decent rating um like not a explicit rating Mm -hmm. but i suppose the context of it yeah the content of it will probably give it the explicit rating anyway but yeah well we'll figure it out but um it's a work in progress yeah yeah i'm really excited about putting that together so um a lot of the pre-production is happening now with us and with um, some people from that we know from Fiverr actually are working on. Fuck Fiverr. Listen. Just kidding. Some people from Fiverr who are working on the writing and, and some of that stuff. And we're putting stuff together. And hopefully we can start that in January. Ooh, we got lots of podcasts. Or February maybe. Yeah. I don't know. So stay tuned. I'm sure we'll talk more about it. Yeah. We have two other ones, storyline podcasts that we're doing. And I'm also producing a podcast for uh, Literotica. Yeah. We can say that now. I can. The first episode is done. My first interview was fantastic. She is amazing. And we should put, well, I don't know if I can put her links in my bio. I could to direct people. She does erotic voiceover and ASMR things, and she's kind of a fantastic human being. I really liked her. We'll figure out how to integrate the two to send you folks over there to see, to listen to that podcast. And yeah, she's real active, I think on Reddit and Twitch too. So that might be another way you can find her. Well, um, I just wanted to pump her because she's not, (laughs) sounded dirty, didn't it? Yeah. I just want to give her some, give yeah. her a shout out because she's, she she's was super re- sweet, super sweet and yeah. real fun to interview. And- yeah. So we're not sure when the Literatica podcasts are going to start dropping. Literatica, if you don't know what that is, it's a, a platform, a website where you can read, I don't know how many thousand uh, stories, erotic stories. Mm-hmm. You can listen to, I don't know how many thousand erotic audios. Um, they have some pay-per-view cam stuff if that's your thing. Um, but there's just a ton of free stuff there. So um, they're, they've contacted us to put their podcast together. And um, so far, it's been a really good experience. It has. They are fantastic people. Their yeah. website, I mean, they've been around since the 90s. Right. So, One I mean, of the originals. This, yeah, this isn't their first go around with no. this type of stuff. They, they've been fantastic to work with. I'm so impressed. Yeah. Yep. So impressed. So we'll let you know more about when those start to drop and I'll put links I'm sure in the show notes for those two. I don't know that there was anything else we were going to talk about. So that's probably it. Yeah. For housekeeping. Shall we dive in? Okay. So I, this is the context of what we are going to be discussing. I assume we will get railroaded a little bit and go zigzaggy because that's how my brain works. Mm-hmm. I would like to think that's what everybody loves about me. Maybe. Anyway, both of us. So the email wants us to discuss the psychological aspects of chastity. 
what thoughts went through both of our heads when the when the lock up first starts as it extends over and as it extends over a long period of time. And specifically, my subby talk about his longing and needs as time goes on. And I will talk about how this can work even with a minimal sex drive. Okay, so let's dive in. Yeah, unpack that little by little. Okay, so first, Mm -hmm. what do you think the psychological... Oh, I'm going to need to leave those on. Sorry about that. What do you think the psychological aspects of chastity are? Psychologically. That's a heavy question. That is a heavy question. Um, I'll preface it by saying that this is just one guy's opinion on things, not uh, formally trained or educated or whatever, just... Um, I can speak from my experiences. That's so, what all of this is, really. Right. I mean, just note that as right. you're listening. This is just how it was for us specifically because we were the ones that were asked. So my opinion on the psychological aspects of it. Um, starting with the, okay, so starting with first learning about it, mm-hmm. okay, Uh my personal experience was the very first one that I saw, I was excited. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't even know that this was a thing, you know, and, and now I do. So I'm really excited about this and like, doesn't that hurt? Okay. Quick time out. Mm-hmm. Was this after you met me or had you discovered chastity prior to meeting me? Anybody that's new here might need to know this. Right. So I think that I don't know that I had known anything about it until we were together. Yeah. I think that's what, we agreed on, I, yeah. I think, because you discovered it on, uh, what's that? Tumblr. Yes, Tumblr. Yep. Thank you, Tumblr. Yeah. Um, it's Tumblr's fault we went down this road. I like it. Thanks, Tumblr. Yeah. Um, I was very excited, like I said, and, and, and a little bit of cautious, like, doesn't that hurt? You know, and uh, the more, the more, honestly, so the more that that became prevalent in my feed on Tumblr, uh, the more excited I, I got about what that could mean to us as a couple. And meaning, you know, if, if I'm putting my dick in a cage, right, that is complete control. That is... Complete submission. Yeah. Com- right. Complete control by Christine complete submission on my part because uh, I think I've, I've read this or heard this before that once you take away a man's orgasm, you pretty much have free range. Like you can control him by controlling his orgasms. And then on that note, men once your focus is shifted from the importance of your orgasms to the importance of your, your dominant wife, girlfriend, partner, whatever, um, that is a radical change in your relationship. Uh, well said. (laughs) Psychologically for me, when you brought up chastity to me, so I have been cheated on in the past. So I was like, fuck yeah, let's lock that shit up. Not that I distrusted him. I mean, we had some bumpy 
parts in our in our future or in our future in our past. Not in our future. I mean, we have bumpy parts, but not not those type of no. bumpy parts. But I was very. I mean, I had been exposed to a lot real fast. So sorry about that. I, well, but it wasn't. <laughs> I mean, it was just like two opposite worlds, and all of a sudden, I was totally immersed in a world I didn't really even know existed. So really nothing shocked me by the point we got to talking about chastity. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, like the idea of having that much control. It's kind of like the second I put on a strap on, it's like every bone in my body is like, yes. Mm. So I was very excited for the chastity thing. I needed a little bit more information. I needed to know because I obviously being a mom, I'm like, okay, is this dangerous? Is this going to hurt him? Will this have long-term effects? I mean, he's getting older, but way more handsome. Mm. Nice save. You're welcome. (laughs) So I was concerned about the health aspects of it. And then, you know, I just needed to learn more information and that took some time, but when he first introduced the idea of chastity to me, he sent me a picture of a dick in a cage. And this is not a normal response, but I sent back in all capital letters, fuck yes. Mm-hmm. I never in a million years would have thought that would have been something that would have been a turn on to me. Um, but holy shit, there is nothing sexier than a dick in a cage. Okay, there probably is things to other people, but to me, I really, really like it. Mm. A lot. Mm-hmm. So then moving on past the introduction of it on like a day-to-day basis. So wearing it psychologically, I'm not even kidding. To me, it feels like her hand is holding that area 24-7. You can say cock and balls on my podcast. Right, but I want to say it too loud. But Fuck it. Yeah, whatever. Chuck it in the fuck it bucket. Her hand is constantly holding my cock and balls. Mm, I like it a lot. And that is like like she's with me 24-7. Which is also why we do the the, uh, metal cage. I think I said that before, too. I really, really like the weight that he gets from and sanitary. Right. It's much better. But right. So the, 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 the weight of it. Is is you know I you feel it all the time, mm-hmm. um, and I work a pretty active job, so I'm, you know, crouching down or bending over or, you know, walking a lot, going up and down stairs mm-hmm. a lot, um, you know, on my knees and up and and whatever, and I and with every movement you feel it, which means then with every movement I feel her with me, Aww. you know. It's that's sweet. That's to me, that's what that that's what that is. So that's the day-to-day basis. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, I guess that Same. kind of that kind of answers. Well, I guess I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you feel because this kind of leads into your longing as time goes on? Okay. Do you think, me personally, here's my opinion before I ask him my question. My question is, 
do you think that your longing or your attentiveness or anything like that increases as time goes on as you wear the cage? My opinion is the second that lock clicks, it like flips a switch in his head. It's kind of like when I, again, put a strap on on. It's like something just switches and I don't know. It's such, it's almost like your brain is connected to your genitals, Mm, you know, and not in a bad way. I mean, that lock clicks and you feel that weight and. Right. It's, 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 it's it's almost the same, but completely opposite of men who think with their dicks. True story. You know what I mean? So since that is locked, once it clicks or whatever, and I don't know if consciously I make a switch. I don't think it is. I think it's subconsciously. Mm -hmm. I think um, I don't really notice that my demeanor changes. I don't really notice these things necessarily, but at the same time, there is there is a stronger attentiveness a stronger like need to serve me right need to serve need mm-hmm. to be in contact like um you know every time you know when we are in bed our feet are always touching or we are touching or or whatever it's it's just There's the need for the contact for the contact nothing better than a cage jammed into my butt a little bit as we go to sleep. And that happens sometimes. It's a fantastic feeling. Mm-hmm. He gets to be the big spoon every now and then. Sometimes. So what were we talking about again? <laughs> Sorry, did I distract you with the cage jammed yeah, into my butt? Did. <laughs> the difference in your attentiveness and yes. like does your longing increase? I mean Yes, I well I I crave her like a hundredfold more when I'm caged. Um, I mean, I crave her that much in general, but I, I have that crave. I'm giving him my fuck me eyes right now. Yeah. (laughs) I I crave her that much more when I'm caged. Like I, I just crave the contact and the, the affection and, and all of that. Yeah. He, he, you know, I have maybe thought that I was the only one that noticed it as much. Like maybe he wasn't really, maybe there wasn't really that big of a change with him, but I mean, people outside of our relationship Mm. can notice too. Like when I used to go down to my hometown and play darts and he would be caged, I would make him get all of our drinks and he would do that even if he wasn't caged, but it's a whole different experience for him. Yeah. It's a different thing. Yeah. When the cage is on as opposed to when it's not. Yeah, I mean, as far as that goes, it would I would normally just as a nice thing to do, and you're busy doing your thing, and your friends are busy doing your thing, and I'm just sitting there doing nothing. Um, I should just I would go get the drinks or whatever. However, being caged, I I completely view it as serving you and your friends when I go do the things. Mm-hmm. It's also. It's also kind of like a deeper connection for us. It's like it's our secret in mm-hmm. a way. I mean, obviously, it's not a secret. We're talking about it on a podcast, but. It's all of our secret. It's like, yeah, <laughs> shh, don't tell anyone. Yeah. Just kidding. You and 140,000 people. God, that fucking blows my mind. Okay. So I think that it kind of strengthens our bond mm-hmm. and it's just a way of him. It's certainly one more thing that connects us that 
is unseen. You know, it's it's under the radar, but it's an absolute strong connection. And selfishly, I very much like wearing the key where it is visible to everybody. I like having it on my neck. I like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't really care if people if people ask me what it is, you know, as time has progressed, I usually will just say it's the key to my well, it depends on who I'm talking to, but right. sometimes I'll just say it's the key to my subby's heart. It's the key to my hubby's heart, whatever the case may be. But um, now it's kind of getting to the point where somebody asks, I'm just about ready to, oh, it's the key to my husband's cock cage. Mm-hmm. Depending on. Yeah. I mean, obviously I'm not going to say that to my kids right? or, you know, my grandparents or whatever right. the case may be, but, and you know, as time goes on, who knows, but that would probably knock my grandparents off their okay. socks. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this, I think, exactly I mean, I don't, I, I think that kind of answers the question as far as, I mean, he always like to note has a longing for me. Mm-hmm. And however, I will say like, okay, so at night when we get into bed, we clicked that lately lock. just because of we his are very intentional we with where I'm on my left side and he's behind me up that I am the one and mm-hmm. that uses the key to unlock when him, he is I am the not one used my hand to lock he him. still has a reaction obviously to cuddling up we don't to me get that if but when a situation he is caged by himself like or whatever a, needed to clean what i'm more whatever significant the case reaction. Right. Like, it's, but it's breathing heavy and like that sometimes his body will shake instance of either um, unlocking yeah, him it's i much prefer the like locking I part the but electri- it is electricity just an intense like feeling like it's electricity it's like a jolt of energy when you hear that lock click it's it's interesting like like i feel that Obviously, it's more when I lock mm. that. Interesting. I mean, I know you feel like it's your like, eyes like roll back in your head when you hear the little click. Yes. So if you've ever watched a movie where the cell door closes on a prisoner <laughs> and just the look on their face, like <clears throat> there is no escape from what was just closed in front of me. You know, it's very, um, it's very final. It's very. Uh, gosh, I can't think of the word. It's it's very, um, well, it's it's significant. It's mm-hmm. final. It's, it's permanent. It's or, permanent. Yeah. Yes, it's per- well. <clears throat> permanent is maybe not the right word. Temporarily but permanent. Yes, is what it is. And listen, this reaction or what we're talking about may not happen for everybody. It really depends on the headspace and yes. the weight you put on what chastity means to you and what it means to your relationship. Right. Not everybody is going to feel this. Right. Everybody processes emotions differently. Every human being is different. Yep. Yep. So, and chastity may mean many different things. We've talked about this. There's many different ways to practice chastity. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be uh, all the time thing. It can be a weekend thing. It can be, you know, it can be whatever you want it to be. It's your relationship Mm -hmm. to do with what you see fit. Obviously you need consent, but right. I, where are you with your question? Uh, the, so the last, the last question we have is, you know, a lot of people are hesitant with chastity because of sex drive. Women are like, I would never mm. lock his dick in a cage because I like having sex. Well, listen, you're in control. So if right. you want to make him take that motherfucker off every single night so that you can fuck him, that is your choice. Mm-hmm. You're in control. Right. 
if you, I mean, there are no real rules to chastity other than the solid rule of, you know, consent and you have to know when to take it off. You can't. Right. As but, far as uh, hygiene yes, and just things like that or, safety yeah. and all of that. And yeah. We've done episodes about that, so I'm not going to get real deep into that. But um, I don't generally have a huge sex drive. So listen, ladies out there. It's okay if you are, I mean, women have so much on their brain all the time. Not that men don't, but women tend to be, some women tend to be overthinkers. I am a huge overthinker. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, Like I mentioned on my last kind of bear all podcast, <laughs> you know, sometimes I can't, I, I can't have a hard time getting out of my head sometimes to even really enjoy when we are intimate together. I'm thinking about a bill that's due or something that needs to be done for the kids or fuck. I left dirty dishes in the sink. I hate that or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, I guess my biggest thing is, is don't, don't get in your own head about practicing chastity and don't connect it to your sex drive. I mean, you make your chastity, what would be not adventure, your chastity experience. Yes. That is the word. Mm -hmm. Your chastity experience is yours and yours alone. Mm -hmm. You create your own dynamic with that. Mm -hmm. Like I said, if you have a high sex drive and you really enjoy having sex with your husband, make him take it off. He can take it off and put it back on in the morning. You can have sex and he can put it right back on. Mm -hmm. How, I mean, I would wash first, but however, however that works for you, Um, just because you really enjoy having sex with your husband or subby or whatever your name is for him, that doesn't mean you can't participate in chastity and Mm -hmm. always take it slow when you're starting out. Again, we've done an episode on that, so I'm not going to delve into that too much, but I just think the biggest misconception is I really like having sex with my husband. Why would I want to lock his dick in a cage? Just because you're locking it in a cage doesn't mean you don't want to have sex with him. But let me tell you. Correct. Because you're only having sex for, okay, five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour. 30 seconds, an hour. 30 seconds, whatever. Whatever it might be. What about those other 23 hours and whatever? Yeah. You, you know, you make this your own. And just because something is there, it can be removed. Mm-hmm. You can still participate in the activities that you enjoy. And listen, there are toys that you can put on, and this will be in my toy review down the road. There are toys that can go over that cage where you can still do your thing. Mm-hmm. And if that's something that interests you, if it doesn't, I mean, it interests the fuck out of me, mm-hmm. but it doesn't, it's not for everyone. And that isn't, I mean, you make it your own, do what you want. Right. And once you get into chastity, you may find that your sex drive increases. Mm-hmm. You may find that mm-hmm. because the the experience that you're going through, the connection that you feel with your husband, boyfriend, partner, how whatever, he changes too, with right? How chastity. he changes may change your attitudes in the in the relationship in general. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not that you know. Um, not that this is a magical cure of any sort or whatever, but it's something that you two share that's very private and a, a man who is willing to do this sort of thing may bring your relationship to a whole different level. Mm-hmm. Again, just my opinion. Yeah. 
I, I think that touches on everything. Don't let your sex drive determine anything. I right. mean, I, mine hasn't, well, it hasn't necessarily increased, but I have a lot going on around me mm-hmm. that really sucks that part of me away. Like if my husband was home all day and we had an empty house, we would have sex all the time, especially at two o'clock. Seems to be the horny hour. Noted. <laughs> two o'clock, sex or nap? Well, we're coming up on two now. Fitty, fitty shot. Yeah, we have a kid in the house. Right and now. I'm working a lot less now. So there is that. Why are you pushing your luck, man? And we have a camper in the driveway. Burr. That has a heater in it. Still burr. Not still burr. It was really nice yesterday. Still burr? What is that? Still burr. Uh, I would also like yes. to say that if you're getting into this, if you're curious about this, please, please, please do not sprint into mm-hmm. any of this. You know, take or give our podcast, you know, what you learn from it or don't learn from it. That's fine. There's tons of blogs. There's other podcasts. There's all of that. Don't go to the porn channels and learn from what is on the porn channels about all of this. There's such a a deeper connection, a deeper meaning to this whole thing than what you see in a five-minute video about stepmom and whatever. I don't know. Well, and here's the other thing. If you're going to go, I mean, a, a porn channel is not necessarily a bad avenue, but you have to really take what you see with a grain of salt. Right. I mean, what you're going to see in a porn channel is probably going to be like something you would experience in a real deep scene play or yeah. it's not a permanent thing. It's not going to give you a real idea of right. what this lifestyle is. Right. It's not a realistic view of what yes. this is. So I'm so. not disagreeing with you. I'm right. just saying, I mean, fuck, I mean, everybody. It's, Everybody likes to watch porn. Right? The the right. So the 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 porn view is maybe a, a sliver in the giant pie of mm-hmm. what this is. It's more of a superficial <clears throat> idea. It right. is not right. You know, I mean, you really fantasy. Yeah, like our whole point of this podcast or having these discussions is to really take that aspect of it away and really give you the deeper meaning or what it means to us. Mm-hmm. And yeah. How it works in our lives. Right. And guys, there's a whole other podcast that we could talk about the day, day to day. Um, you know, what would happen from day to day if you were caged all day long, you know, going to your job. Um, sh- like we said earlier, shoveling the driveway, mowing the lawn, mm-hmm. digging the weeds, you know, fixing the car. I don't know, going out to eat. What I, you know, all of these things are a little bit different when you are wearing a cage, for sure. However, that doesn't make them, um, it doesn't make them bad experiences. It just makes them a little more interesting, mm-hmm. you know. Especially if a ball slips out. And we will address that on another podcast. Yes. Because <laughs> that's some painful shit. I like your radio voice. Do you? I do. Welcome to Chastity Radio. Don't hesitate to reach out. Email. All my contact information is in my show notes. I love talking to you guys. And I think that's it. Okay. I don't know. You'll fix it. I will. You're so good at fixing it. Thank you me. for having me. Thank you for being here. It's been forever since you've been on here. It's been a few episodes. What are we talking about next week? Are you Ooh. coming next week? Fuck, I don't even know what we're talking about next um, week. Next week. I don't know what next week is. It would be very, very fun if we could have our camp besties on again. Mm-hmm. But 
I don't know if the cards will play right for that because we have a craft show coming up and. Well, it's a long winter, so anything's possible. Yeah. And they have a kitchen table. Yeah. So rock on, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, you have some interviews coming up, which is kind of yeah. cool. Yep. And um, yeah, I don't know. We'll everybody will find out next week what we're talking about next week. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yep. Unless you're on my Patreon, you might know early. You will know early because Patreon folks get a little bit of a sneak peek of early stuff. And I appreciate everyone who listens, Patreon or not, mm-hmm. OnlyFans or not. I appreciate you all. $149,000 notes. Fucking crazy. Thank you. And we thought 10 was cool. I know. I was so excited for 10 <laughs> and now I'm like, holy fuck. Anyway. Thank you all. I hope everyone had a fantastic holiday weekend. I don't know where this is at in relation to that. Everybody's doing well, getting ready for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Be good human beings. Uh, Be kind to one another. Stay healthy. I love you all. And we will chat next week. Thank you so much for listening today. I genuinely appreciate your time. If you happen to have any questions, all of my contact information is in the show notes of this and every episode. Don't hesitate to reach out. Also, in the show notes, there is a link to my Patreon, where your support is incredibly appreciated. Patrons have access to advanced and extra content from this and other podcasts that we produce, FLR consulting via messages and video, and input on the production of each podcast. There is also a link to my OnlyFans page. My fans on that platform have access to almost daily posts of photos and videos of me and me torturing my subby, full and sample erotic audios, and other posts. OnlyFans is now the safe place where you can order custom erotic audios, videos, and photos. Mention that you heard it on this podcast for a 10% discount. Most importantly, though, if you have the option to rate and review my podcast on the platform you listen to it on, please do. Good ratings and reviews help boost my podcast in the charts so that more and more people are able to hear what I have to say about the lifestyle. Until next week, be good to yourself and each other.